Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy hell, folks. We're here. We're back. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm smelling good. Well, that's not true. How you doing, Fatty? I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, plugging along. It's quite stormy here today. And uh, I don't know. Doing pretty good. I feel good. You look good. You look uh, thin and uh, flush. Is it flush? What, whatever where your skin flesh. is looking. What is it? Flesh? <laughs> no, like when you're not the the toilet flush, not royal flush, but when your skin is like all one color and no oh. blotchy. Maybe that's not flush is maybe the no. opposite of that. Flush, I think, is bad. Flush is oh. when you're anxious, when you're like embarrassed. Ah. You're getting flush. Okay. Like if someone's like, hey, you kind of want to fuck your cousin. You're like, oh, no, I don't want that. You're, you're flush. Got it. Incest. All right. Well, you look rested, gay. I don't know. Either way, you look like Christian Bale, the machinist. I know what you mean. I I think it's... um Complexion? Yeah, there's something... Ah, fuck. I'll think uh, of it. Someone will write it to us. But I'm a little in. worried right now. We're in my the comeback of my haircut. Yeah. People like it. I'm getting comment, but I feel like I'm getting close to that retard haircut where you right. can't go back because it's spiked. Right. It's going to go Lloyd Christmas at some point. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And I went to the barber. I just feel a little like, um, <laughs> what's the Ben Stiller character? Mr. Oh. Happy. What, in uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, Mr. Happy or retard, whatever. Oh, I can't yeah. remember. Simple Eddie? Simple yes. Jim? Sim- Simpleton. I- Simple Jack. S- Simple Jack. Yes, that's yes. what I'm concerned with. So That's what I do in a hotel room. But Simple thank Jack. you. And uh, yeah, I feel I got some color. And uh, I do feel a little fat, though. I'm eating a lot of uh, fatty things. I was in Maine, and we had ice cream every single night. So I got a little oh. chunky monkey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it'll get you. I'm out in Wisconsin, and this it's one of these uh, Skyline, you know, Tacoma, Spokane, one of those kind of gigs. And they... Pack the green room, which I love. They pack it with all kinds of snacks and chocolates and granola bars and Hershey's Kisses and candy and soda. And I just, you know, it's drawers full. It's like Richie Rich or some shit, and I just can't stop eating it. I feel like hell. Yeah, I know that feel. It's a nice nice little club there. I did an album at that club. What? Way back in the day. So far, no good. Yeah. Wow. That never hit me. Yeah, that was it, and uh, wasn't great. Not a great album. In well. fact, people should get the album just to hear how <laughs> shitty it is. That's, That's my pitch. Good. I That's think I told review. you. I think I told you this before. I had my my best buddy in high school, Nick Flynn, who was uh, like we were, we were so tight. But Flynn he had a good scam going, where he would spread rumors that he had a small cock. Ah, I like it. He's like, I'm Irish. I got the Irish curse, like a little dick. And <laughs> I it, heard it would, that too. It would get a little word of mouth going. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's good. Then people are thinking about your dick. And then you pleasantly surprise him when you pull it out because he just had a normal dick or whatever. That's not bad. Yeah, That's maybe start bad. telling people you have a small dick. What, what's the Band-Aid on your hand there? Oh, 
Oh, wow. Good observation there, Fatty. I, I moved into a new apartment, and I think I talked about that. And uh, it, this uh, you got to come over at some point. We got the whole roof. This thing is beautiful. It's right in the heart of the village. The location is bananas. And when I, when I looked at the place, the guy before me left a huge cacti coming out of a big white vase. I'm talking up to the ceiling, one of those big old killer cacs. And I said, what's up with that cack? And she goes, uh, the last person couldn't lug it out of here if you want it. I said, oh, I'll lug. And uh, so I kept it. Yeah. So I kept this cactus, and they're like, they called and said, we're going to come back at Christmas and come get it. And I said, yeah, on my asshole you will. I don't think they're coming back, Fatty. And uh, so I was moving it, and I cut my hand. So the cactus works. Yeah, that's it's to protect. He probably thought something bad was going to happen, and he, he cut you. He's a Puerto right. Rican cactus. Yes, exactly. I got shanked by uh, Jose, the cacti, but uh, hey, it's a good price to pay for that. I mean, this thing's eight feet tall. Wow. I'm ex- I got to see the new place. Well, when I buy my new car, I'll Ooh. drive on over to your place. Oh, baby doll. I can't wait. We're going to be getting... a couple of swingers. So we did a queef there. I got a couple, talk about a couple things, and I know you got a lot because you've been out and about and traveling. And uh, Sure. But um, I got a couple things I want to talk about. We did a queef. The other day, Thursday, last Thursday, and uh, I talked about I want to buy a car, a used car, and I've now been convinced by a fan. We were talking about buying a new car, and now a fan has convinced me you got to go certified pre-owned because we were talking about I was worried that someone took a shit in there and somebody rode the clutch or whatever. Sure, sure. But he said the certified pre-owned, they do a 175-point check, and they legally have to tell you who owned it, and it tells you one owner no crashes, yes, boobly boo, and like a 2019 Nissan Sentra is like seven thousand dollars cheaper than a 2020, and it's got like eight thousand miles, which is nothing. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Right off the lot, it loses five grand or whatever the hell. I, I think this this kid knows his his business. Yeah, and he told me, you know, but everyone's giving you the thing. You got to get a CRV. You got to get a Honda. Right. You got to get a Hyundai. Everyone has the best car, but. I'm going with the Cantor advice. Why take, <laughs> I appreciate everyone's advice, but I'm like, why am I taking some guy on Instagram over, you know, a, a Jew that I've been close friends with for a decade? You got to get the Jew advice when you're buying a car, but let me throw this right in your asshole and see if it hits your uh, milk prostate. What if a used car dealer hit you up? Who has more intel than that cunt? Oh, a fan that's a used car yes, dealer. Yes. I see. Well, I haven't got one of those yet, I don't think. I had one guy. He's like, I'm a valet. I've driven all these cars. Oh, valet. Get out of here. But here's the thing, too, and Sarah pointed out, you know, okay. of course, we, we hate ourselves. So we always just, I always just think I'm dumb and everyone has better ideas. But she's like, you rent cars 12 weeks out of the year every year. I've driven every car. Right. Why dismiss my own thing? I've driven these cars. I so like I it. have some wisdom, you know. Yes, you've test-driven 800 cars. And here's the other thing you forget. You get advice from people that have different values than you have. We talked about a little this in the queef. So someone's like, you got to do this. But I'm like, I don't want to go to three different places. Right. It's not worth saving $2,000 to me. Uh-huh. If I got to go to three places, I'm walking away. Goodbye. Oh, oh I come back. That sucks. Yep. I'd rather that spend sucks. two grand and leave. I get it. Yeah, time is money with us, and, and all that shit is, I'd rather have no seatbelts 
and not talk to somebody than talk to 20 people and have a seatbelt. Exactly. I'll, I'll figure it out later. So that's exciting. And then the other thing is um, last week we talked about the monster dump I took, which was Yo. really something, a python. Award-winning. That thing needed to put a, have a little blue ribbon put right on that turd. Well, I ate some blueberries, and that helped. So, But I talked about it a lot. You talked about it. We talked about it. I have literally never gotten a bigger response on anything I've ever done ever. Yeah. Netflix, Tonight Show, Letterman. You don't need the whole resume, but it's a pretty good resume. No, Nobody. I mean, that shit was, it's unbelievable. That thing should be in the Smithsonian. I mean, it should be at the State Fair. So I got to say, it's on the Patreon. I've gotten, I'm not joking, 300 people, over 300 people <laughs> have messaged. My Instagram account is just, <laughs> and I'm not even looking at Twitter these days. So right. my Instagram, it's all Instagram. I've gotten emails, texts, phone calls. People were dropping things off of, you know, prop planes and someone wrote in the sky, let's see the turd. Yeah. This is something, and if you want to see it, it's on the Patreon. It's a huge monster dump, and, uh, you know, we were a little reluctant about putting it on the Patreon, but it's up there now. If you want to go see it for just as little as five bucks a month, you can go see a huge shit. Yeah, I, I, I've seen it. I'm impressed. I think you got to keep that photo and then try to top it. Yeah, wait, well, right now, I just got back, and I was eating some shit, but I'm, I'm getting the spinach back going, and uh, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to get it back up there. I'll get some oatmeal going, and we'll see, but yeah. the last couple of days, I've had some, some nasty, weird stomach shits, but I think it's just anxiety. I'll be all right. I think it's anxiety. The ice cream's catching up to you, and who knows what the fuck you, you what kind of asshole you ate in Maine. Yeah, good point. So... That's what's going on here. But yeah, get on that Patreon. Go see the poop. And and we did two bonuses last week. I did one with Sarah. So there's a ton of brand new shit on the Patreon if you guys yes. want to hop on there. I mean, come on, folks. You know your curiosity is tickling your sack when that, that shit is just out there for the taking. And uh, that thing was a war. Let me, let me throw this at you. Speaking about the car thing. Please. Oh, oh, by the way, the shitting, I think, it resonates because we all shit. I think there's a book called Everybody Shits or something, but... You know, you do a Letterman, it's impressive, it's a milestone, it's cool, but you go, oh, that guy's on Letterman. With the shit, we can all feel. We all are in our, our phallic period, or what is it, the anal stage? You know, we can all get behind it. Yeah, and I think, you know, like you, like you said, the curiosity of like, well, how big is this yeah. shit? You know, we paint <laughs> yes. a picture, and I think I haven't heard from anyone that's been disappointed. Aha! That's huge. N nobody has written... Yeah, that was bullshit. You overplayed it, whatever. I want my money back. Everyone's been like, "Woo, God, you really did it. So, yeah. I don't want to spoil alert, but the shit is so big, and it has a little side shit next to it. It's, it's almost like when they overmake a milkshake, and they got to put the rest in the cup. Yes, exactly. That's what your shit is. It's got extra, and you go, hey, you can have this, and you give it to your son. Yeah, well, that piece, I have to admit, I put that there before I took a shit. I just <laughs> I just placed it in, and then I shit next to it. You had that um, in the freezer? But, yeah, it's a hell of a shit. It's a good time to be on the Patreon. And, and like COVID, our Patreon members are spiking right now. We had a little spike. Hell yeah. I mean, it's a lot of good stuff, and people need the content or the, the shit tent. Uh, by the way, worst, worst uh, place at Bonnaroo, the shit tent. But... Let me say this about the car, and this might be a hacky bit, but you talk about the pre-certified, pre-owned, whatever it is, and you can see the history. Wouldn't it be great if you could do that with, with dating apps? I'm talking, 
STDs, how many fights you got into, uh, parental baggage, you got a kid. Put it all in there. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, DePaulo had a bit kind of like that with ah. the uh, the snatch facts. Give me the snatch <laughs> fact where he said, um, you know, uh, That's this girl's name. like, I slept with six women. And uh, he's like, yeah, but but who are they? You know, and he's, she, he would do, you know, one was uh, Huey Lewis, one was Patrick Ewing, and then the other three were uh, whatever. <laughs> And he's like, ah. I need the I need the snatch facts. All right, well that that bit's done then. Fuck um, it. But that's the funny part about that to me was, I mean, this is years ago. I remember laughing so hard at Huey Lewis because I thought it was just a random guy he picked, and I found out later that he was famous for having a huge cock. Huge. But I actually thought it was funnier when he. I didn't think he was famous for that. To just right. throw in Huey Lewis was such a perfect name. Perfect name. Huey is just comedy gold, and and it's so random because it's like. You know, eighty-five. Yeah. Um, sorry. All right. What were you gonna say? I'm just uh, well, pulling yeah, up. Yeah, Shelby. Our... Shelby piped in, but I, I think I'm. I'm uh, I'll be ready with that. But uh, yeah. So I got a lot of sh- to a jizz to put on your your chin here. If you're if you're ready for it. Yeah, please do. All right. So uh, I had a bit of a, a a fan snafu, and tell me if you've had this. First of all, I flew out to Wisconsin. I got the I got the first class ticket. How much does this kick in the in the taint? You get the first class ticket just from the miles I've gotten, so they bump you up sometimes. Sure. And for the first time in history, you get that first class ticket. You go, holy shit! I'm in the front of the plane. I'm gonna board first. I'm gonna get a cocktail. The whole thing. And then they go, boop! It's COVID nineteen time, so uh, we're gonna load the back of the plane first. And you go, ah! So all the good is gone, and then you go, well, I'll get a cocktail, I'll get a cookie, I'll get a hand job, and they go, we're not doing any drinks or food, uh, so go fuck yourself, and the TV's stuck on C-SPAN, and your mom's fat. You're like, God damn it. Yeah, that sucks, but I guess you still get to be, looking on the bright side, I gotta be the bright side guy here, you still get to get off first, you get a, sure. a, a cushier, bigger seat, that's nice. Right, right. No, you're and, right, you're right. And, uh, you know, it's nice that it's quite. Was the plane packed or half full? What are we talking about? What's it like out here? It's about 80%. It's getting, every time I fly, it's more full than it was before. So I think people are kind of just throwing uh, their, their semen to the wind there a little bit and just going, ah, fuck it. Yeah, it's, uh, boy, it's all, conf- I don't want to go down the COVID yeah, hole yeah. here, but boy, it's all so kooky and confusing and, I uh, know. you know, I, I don't know what to think and do, but hearing you talk about it makes me miss the flying days. I want my status and the miles, yes. but I just, uh, I think I'm good right here. No, you're good. I, I feel guilty about it the whole time. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but uh, I, I got tested because Ari gave me a fucking bent my ear. What do you call it? Yeah, he bent my ear on this shit. So I got tested. So I'm hoping it comes back negative with the antibodies. That's what I'm, I'm feeling I got, but you never know. How was the AIDS. test? Did, did they touch your brain and shit? It looks very unpleasant, and then some people say it's fine, other people say it's horrible. I went to Walgreens, and they do free testing, and they shoved a dildo up my nose till it hit my uh, dandruff. And did it hurt? Was it uncomfortable? What, it's what very happened? Un- it's very uncomfortable. It's like they hit a thing where you go, okay, that's enough, and then they go just a little further, and you're like, god damn, it's like total recall, and they pull out a big alien and all that shit, and my Q-tip had orange boogers all over it but uh yeah it's it's a bitch but it's quick i can't even 
think about like to me i would rather have i genuinely i'm not even trying to be funny i would rather have dan soder i'm looking at him in a photo squeeze a <laughs> bottle of lube on my asshole slip his dick all the way in swish it around pull it out put it back in fuck me for a half hour pull out come in my mouth make me swallow it then uh get a covid test or do oh, anything. wow well some people would are pay would pay money to get that soda experience, but yeah, I, I guess I guess you're right. But it's quick; it's in and out, and you know, you, you get to learn some about you. The, the the antibodies test, I think you have to give blood. Yeah, but that's not so bad. I've done that, and they they can prick your finger or whatever. But don't that's they get true. an antibody test from the test test also? They do, but you can do an antibody separate. I, I see, guess. yeah. I I've thought know. about doing that. A bunch of people keep saying to donate blood because you find out your blood type uh-huh. and you get the antibody test and you're doing a good deed. So uh-huh. I'm thinking about doing that. But like we always talk about, it's so much easier to not do a thing. Of course, of course. Not doing anything is very easy. And I think we're going to miss it when the pandemic is over. When this is all over, we're going to go, I thought I could use a two-month break right now. Guilt-free. Well, oh, you got to be careful with that take because I tweeted that exact thing a couple months ago and people were like fuck you this is privilege you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) and i was like jeez i was just trying to look on the bright side here yeah boy you're mr bright side all of a sudden huh well you used to to be a worry uh worry wart herpy well to me i mean i i think it's a positive look at some point we will be like that was kind of fun like i think about this we're like post 9 11 you look back and you're like that was great yeah, Everyone we came was together. Getting along. I mean, George Bush was throwing strikes, and we were all like, ah! There was like an eagle landed on his head, and fucking, there was flags everywhere. Everyone was like, we got, yeah! Yeah. And then, you know, we went to the wrong country, and the whole thing unfolded. But whatever. <laughs> but for a minute, I mean, yeah. for one minute, I was like, this guy's the fucking man! That megaphone thing, I was like, yes. this guy's great! Yes, they had the hat on, and we killed Bin Laden. We all high fived. It was it was a simpler time, folks. I mean, that was ten years later, but uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, um, I was drunk for a decade. But either way, flight, whatever, fine. Had a layover, fine. But here's what I wanted to get into. So I'm walking around the the West Village with the lady, as I do. We do the daily walk. You got to get out. The sun is shining. Whatever, and. We walk by this restaurant and we say, "Oh, they're doing to-go drinks. Let's get a big highball and and really soak in the the neighborhood." And uh, this guy, Indian guy, cool guy, comes out and he goes, "Oh, oh, oh! You you're the comedian. You're the comedian." I go, "Oh yeah." And it, there's like 20 people around buying drinks, so it's super awkward. And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And I gotta tell you, it feels good being recognized in your own hood. You're kind of like, "All right, I'm I, I, I'm supposed to live here." You know, it feels nice. Sure. You feel like Al Capone, you know, like uh, you're giving out the turkeys to the, the fat poor kids. But either way, so he's like, oh, whatever you want. It's on me. It's on me. And I was like, oh, wow. All right. And then other people are going, who is this? You can see him going, I've never heard of this fucking loser. Who's this homo? Uh, he's a fucking piece of shit, you know, and they're Googling me, you know. And now other people are, like, taking photos because they're like, I should just get this just in case he is somebody. Is this a Jonas brother or a retarded uh, boy meets world? And... So we get the free drinks, and he goes, you want dinner? You want dinner? It's on me. And I go, wow. ah, we just ate Chipotle. Fuck my ass. I would kill. This is a nice place. So we go, we'll just take the drinks. Thank you. Maybe we'll come back another time. He goes, come back. I got you dinner. And I go, oh, wow. All right, great. So I'm feeling good. We sip the cocktails. We're walking around. We bang. We do anal. 
we have an abortion. The next day we go, hey, fuck it. Let's go to dinner at that place. We get a free meal. Sure. So so we don't eat all day. We uh, we get into a fist fight, you know, the whole thing. And then finally at 7 o'clock rolls around. We go back to the restaurant. He's like, oh, you came back. Oh, man, he's all chipper again. We, we have our bullshit small talk. Oh, how's the restaurant doing? COVID. Yeah, everybody's closing up. I'm gay. And we sit down. I get the duck. She gets the mussels. I mean, we go all out. We get a couple cocktails. Bill comes. Not covered. Ah. Uh. What is that? So it was a one-time, oh, an OTOTO, one-time, one-time only offer. I guess so, but at the uh, at the, the the tail end of the dinner, he goes, "You know what? You guys are great. You came back. We got to know each other. You live in the neighborhood. I got your last round of drinks. Whatever you want." So we were like, "This is before the check came." So we we're like, "Wait, huh? What? what you round of drink? I thought you had the meal." And this this bill was uh, we really hiked it up. Yeah, I bet. Well, maybe he wasn't too keen on the hike. Ah. Maybe he got his eyes on what was going on. He said they've ordered how many apps? And he said uh, he pulled the rug out from underneath you. He pulled the old magic carpet out from underneath the the table or wherever you keep it. Yeah. He called an audible and said, that's too many. Yeah, that he didn't like the hike or the kike. So uh, it got <laughs> ugly. And boy, that bill. I would have gotten the, 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 the fucking... Mixed green and a, and a water, and gotten her a grilled cheese and a seltzer. If I knew I had to cover the bill, because that would have been a hundred dollars. But this is a swanky joint, so it was it was to the moon, Alice. So we left there with our dicks between our legs and uh, went back home and cried. Boy, that's tough. But at least you got the free drinks. That's uh, nice. I guess I got the drink, but I'm I'm telling you, the night before, you want a meal? I got gotcha. you. You got to get the swordfish, whatever. Do you work out? No. Oh, you should. Why? The whole thing. And I was like, we are in with this Indian. And the Indian gave. Maybe um, maybe next time he wanted to just plant a seed of if you'll come back and maybe next time you're in. How do you do that? How do you plant? Like, you know, he, he was like putting it out there. And now that you've come, maybe he's like, okay, he came. So we hit him up next time. I don't know. I'm not nah. sure. I mean, this is... Uh, it's quite a pickle. <laughs> it's a pickle, all right. And this guy, he he screwed the pooch. And I think the thing is, he was excited. It's almost like after you fuck. You know, you, you, you meet a lady at a bar. You can't wait to bang. You're so keyed up. You're all turned on. You're hard as a rock. And then you fuck, and you're like, who the hell is this skank? What is she doing here? What am I doing with my life? And she's thinking the same thing. And I think the day difference killed it. Right. Yeah, I think he was in a mood that day. Maybe he got the numbers that the next morning. Oh, right, right. Maybe, maybe his wife talked to him. Maybe she overheard and goes, what are you doing? You're giving this fucking asshole the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, this the nobody. Thing. Maybe they listened to one of our episodes and heard a bunch of... <laughs> and fucking went, hey, charge this guy double. Maybe, but yeah, that was a, it was a real magic carpet pull. You're not kidding, because uh, in a way... He got off pretty good because I I bought his uh you know his next tune up on his car with that with that bill so he he does a little he he gave me a little morsel and I came back and bought the whole barn. Wow. Well, at least it was a good meal. Was it a good meal? Great meal. The food's fantastic. I forget the name of the place, or so I'd plug it, but uh, it was it was a real real goose for the gander. Yeah. Well, that's that's tough, but. Uh 
You know, I'm I'm bright side Billy over here, and yeah, uh, you got you got some free cocktails, and you had a nice meal, and you got a story out of it. It's a little shifty. Did you think at all about being like, "Hey, uh, what's going on with the uh, Bill here?" Did that cross your mind at all? Of it's too too awkward. I mean, I of course it crossed my mind, but it's I can't go. Hey, sloppy jalopy. What do, what do we got here? I thought you said free meal. I mean, that's just too. Too on the nose. I couldn't do it. I just had to go, ah, how about that? Who broke a window? Jesus. Let me throw this out there. Please. Did the waitress bring the bill? Ah. Because maybe she didn't get word about the free meal. That's that a great could be. question. Great question. But he brought the bill. No. Oh, I know. He put it right up my pooper. Wow. That, that. I felt like I had something there. I felt That's, like maybe it was a, a, a miscommunication between the waitress and the owner. No, no, you you had something, but uh, he had something for me, and it was a big old three-digit number. But now here's an issue I've had before. So maybe he may see you as a celebrity, uh-huh. you know? So he thinks, because I've had this issue before with eating with people that are rich and some celebrity types, a lot of times, these celebrity types, they get free shit, and they're the people that le- need them the least. Sure. To me, it's like, you should just grab people off the street that aren't famous and be like, come in here for a free meal. Right. You know, he should grab Hobo Joe with his dick out and be like, sit here and have some duck, you fucking loser. Yes, I've always thought that, because you know when you go to a bar and your friend works at the bar? And I think I've brought this up before, but it's always a real... Uh, real chooch because you go in and you go hey my friend works at the bar he's gonna hook me up and your bartender friend goes hey my friend's coming to the bar he's gonna hook me up so now you get the free highball and then you give your friend a big tip and then you realize wait a minute i just tipped him more than the actual drink and a tip would be and so who's winning here yeah i remember having that with Cantor before because he bartended for years and i remember like throwing down like 70 bucks at the end of the night because I drank $300 of the booze. Right. And I remember doing that at a comedy club too and I was featuring and I was trying to be like ah. big dick Bill. I'm always Bill. And yeah. uh, I drank free and I tipped out 100 bucks. And yeah. I, I think it was Colleen at the Omaha Funny Bone. She was like, it was. And she came back and was like, what are you doing? Give 10 bucks. You're the feature. No one expects money from you. What are you doing? Wow. She's like, this lady. is ridiculous. Yeah. But she was just like, she had just signed a check to me for 380 bucks. <laughs> I was like, what are you crazy? Right. Like, and she's like, the, the features don't even tip usually. Like you give yeah. 10 bucks as a feature. You're a hero. Wow. She's a hero. That's a, that's a, that's a sweet mom right there. Well, it was also a thing of like just my like alcoholic ego being like, I saw fucking, you know, Colin Quinn do this one time. You right. got to tip out the weights. And I'm like throwing money around and I, you know, I have debt and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, debt, well, that's a bad segue, but uh, we got to talk <laughs> about Manscaped. Yes. I am Love. so happy to have Manscaped back in our lives. I know. I love these guys. I use that razor every other day. I got a a short dong, so I trim the hedges just to make the uh, tree look bigger. And uh, we're in the thick of summertime. It's hot. It's sweaty. It's sticky outside. So why not take a layer off where it counts? Your pubes, folks. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated exclusively to below-the-belt 
Grooming and hygiene. The engineers at Manscaped are so obsessed with keeping your package clean, they've created the optimal ball hair trimming system. You see, that's nice. Everybody's worried about the shaft, but the balls need some trim too because that's a nasty, fucked up devil's alleyway of, of sin down there. The end, uh, it's called the Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. It's got the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Smooth out your scrotum with a ceramic blade and Manscaped Advanced Skin Safe technology. Back in the day, you try to cut your ball hair. It was like trying to undo a time bomb. You're just like, is that the red wire, the green wire? Ah, you're sweating, you know? Buzz your cock with confidence. Tell them about it, sister. Well, when you order the perfect package from Manscaped, you not only get the lawnmower, you also get the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. It's getting hot outside, and this will keep your balls from sticking. You also get the crop reviver, which will keep your balls smelling fresh, just like spring flowers. I need that. I was talking about this yesterday. I mean, I get to the end of the day, I have a habit of having my hand on my dick and balls, and I smell my hand, and it is rotten. Yeah. Rotten. I mean, it oh, is yeah. fucking horrific. I feel bad for all the women women that have ever smelled my balls. There's only yeah, like four of them. And two are my aunt. <laughs> all right. Anyways, plus you get replacement blade refills for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, so your trimmer always stays hygienic and clean. And for a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts: the Shed Travel Bag, a thirty-nine dollar value, and their patented high-performance, chafing-reducing Manscaped boxer briefs. Those are killer. I wear them all the time. Yeah. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code TUESDAYS at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Use the promo code TUESDAYS, plural, like your balls, for 20% off your first order. Get Manscaped and keep your ding-dong clean. This is first-class stuff. I got Manscaped stuff all over my shower. Yeah, same, same. And it's such good stuff. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but my lady uses it, and she's fresh. And if a gal is using it, you know it's top-notch. Yeah, my gal uses it as well, and uh, she loves it. I love it. We love it. and I'm, I'm so happy to have them back in the swing of things here. Same. Big fan. I'm also a big fan of ExpressVPN. Now, look, we all go online. We all look at some uh, fun, naughty stuff, maybe a spicy Latina or a uh, haggard MILF. But you don't know what you want. You don't want everybody knowing about it. You know, it's your private time, folks. You're probably thinking no one will ever find out what you're doing in incognito mode. Hate to break it to you, but that just doesn't work. It's not a matter of what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yikes. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so that your internet service provider can't see what you're up to. And that means they can't sell your info to ad companies. Yeah, you don't want to be looking at the wrong thing. One day an ad pops up for a Cub Scout uniform. You go, oh, shit, how'd they know about that? It's like the condom for the Internet. you got to have protection. It's very good. Folks, you can protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired Magazine. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Tuesdays. One more time, expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more and surf 
safely out there, folks. Woo! Nice. Yeah, that was fun. Sometimes it's really fun reading these things. Yeah, good time. You make it your own. You know, you try to sell some shit. I I got so much here, but I'm gonna save some because, uh, you know, we have more podcasts to do in the future. We certainly do. Well, well, give me some. Give me a little taste of something. Lick my pussy and uh, spit in my asshole. All right, you got it. Well, uh, I moved apartments, which is fun in theory. You know, on paper, I'm, I'm moving on up. I'm gonna rent my place. I bought my apartment in the village, tiny studio, lunch stuff, and. I moved up to a bigger place, and I'm going to rent this place, which my money guy, our money guy, was like, don't do that. What are you, crazy? It's the worst time to rent. It's a pandemic. Nobody wants that shitbox of an apartment. You're crazy. You got to find a a mover-inner and then get the big place. Uh And I I said, look, Russ, you're right. You're smarter than me. You're a Jew, but I just I got to get out of here. I'll take the risk. So... We hightail out of there. We pack up everything, which is, God, packing sucks. Moving sucks. Every piece of it, every inch of it sucks. So we, we call these uh, Russian guys because we need a truck. And, you know, they show up. And they do this thing now. I don't know. I used to move furniture back in the 80s. And it was hell. But it was very simple. You move this. You move that. They paid you hourly. The white lady gave you a nice tip. You move on with your life. These guys do it now by going, how many items do you have exactly? How many furniture, whatever, whatever, we're going to do a tally, and we're going to charge you that way. Okay. Which I guess is the new system. Yeah, so it's a you, weird system. It's weird. So I'm on the phone with this fucking Polak, and I'm going, uh, I guess, all right, we got a couch, we got a, uh, a bed, we got a dresser, we got a couple boxes here, we got a TV. You know, I'm just kind of high uh, eyeballing it. And he goes, okay, okay, Putin or whatever, and he hangs up. And then these cats show up at 7 a.m., and you don't realize, but shit starts adding up because he goes, what about that picture on the wall? And you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot about the picture. Let me take that down. Oh, shit, I forgot about the record player. Gah! And you just start, and he goes, this is adding up. Not good. You know, he pulls out the big fucking, he's got the visor on, you know, with the, the receipt printing. And I'm like, ah, what are you doing to me, uh, tchotchke? So, uh, boy, that was a pretty penny at the end of the day. Gee, he sounds very similar to the restaurant guy. I mean, I think they're in cahoots. Something's up. Maybe uh, my neighborhood's full of these weasels. I think this Russian Polak you described there, he might be in cahoots with the uh, Afghani woman at the restaurant. Yeah. Maybe it's all one thing. Like in, um, you know, the old Garfield cartoons where that one guy was everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when they're running and every business is the same behind yeah. them in the background. Yeah, it sounds similar. But, I mean, so you, you got it moved over there, though, didn't you? By the way, why didn't you get the comics? Aren't there a bunch of comics that do moving? I know. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. I used to be a comedy mover, and I didn't even think about that. And uh, I don't know. I, also, you know, I'm like you. I don't want to chit-chat with some some weirdo comic. I don't know. You know, it's a whole new world out there with the open micers. I should have done that, though. It probably would have saved me $1,000. But, you know, we move into the new place, and you got to see this place. It's beautiful. But when we got to the new place, one guy goes, water, can I get some water? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pouring water on this guy's face like it's a wet T-shirt contest, just trying to get his get some goodwill from this fucking dick. And... Uh, they put everything back in. They put your, they take your bed apart. They put the bed back together. I mean, these guys were pros, and it felt like you know the guys who put the cable in on Seinfeld, Cable Boy. Oh yeah, it was those guys. That's what they looked like. Wow. And and at the end, I go, "What are you Russian?" 
And he goes, I am not Russian. I'm Georgian. Uh, I was like, Georgian? Georgia. What are you, what are you, a peach? Atlanta? What are we talking about? Apparently there's a, there's a country next to Russia called Georgia. Yes, yes. I think I remember here. I think it was part of the USSR. They, they did the breakup. Uh, well, they sprinkled a bunch of nations in there. Yes. Well, they hate Russians. So he, he I was like I said, the N-word. This guy flipped out on me. And uh, I was like, Jesus Christ. So I tipped big. And in the, in the comment on Venmo, I wrote, fuck Russia. And he wrote back, thank you, or something like that. <laughs> so... Well, it was a it was a long God moving sucks. I clocked it. The whole thing was three and a half hours. It felt like three days. Wow, three and a half doesn't seem too bad. No, no, it wasn't bad. And we got into a new place. There's boxes everywhere, and it's it's a nightmare because you're like, where the hell's my dental floss? Then you're fucking pulling things out from eighth grade, a report card, a pantyhose, a dildo, and uh, it's a nightmare. But we'll get there, and you gotta see it. Now, is this uh, now is this a positive or a nice uh, a, a negative that you're on the road now, so you got three days for your lady to do what she wants with it. Is that good? Like she's <laughs> unpacking for you, helping, or is it bad because you get there and you're like, "Hey, this isn't how I wanted it." Well, we did we did a lot of discussing and a lot of compromising on the decoration. Obviously, she hated the old place because it was nothing but Conan O'Brien posters and uh, you know weird algae's. But uh, she's like just doing the boxes now, and we're gonna decorate later. So I'm actually scoring right now because she's doing all the. Uh, you know, the unpacking, and then we'll do the fun decorating later where you get the shag carpet and the nice photo and the print on the wall. And the weirdo lighting. That's exciting. <laughs> now, describe the place. Is it two floors? Is there a balcony? There's an outside? There's a window? Ooh. I mean, hit me with it. I mean, here's the clinker. I don't want to give my address away, but you've walked by this place a hundred million times. I'm sure. I don't, even, I don't even know if that's a number, but it's got a garden. I'm on the third floor. It's got an elevator. It's got a beautiful lobby. It's got uh, a sunken living room, Jerry. I got what? two steps into the living room. Oh, my God. That's the dream. The dream. That's why I poked. That's why I peaked. And uh, D-A-L-R-Y-M-P-L-E. <laughs> so um, uh, it's got a sunken living room with two little steps that go down. And the steps have these little cute handrails. This is pre-war, baby. It's got what? a separate kitchen. It's got four closets. It's got a roof deck. It's got a huge bedroom. It's got a ton of light. I mean, you're going to jizz at my sister's snatch when you see this place. Wow, I can't wait. Now, have you found somebody to rent the other place? We had one, what do you call it? A uh, uh, Client? Checker, not a client. Checker outer. Tenant. Not tenant. It was somebody who's interested what? in it. Oh, I thought tenant was big. I was pumped about tenant. Well, they will be a tenant when they when they rent. But I can't what about think of this? Them. A prospective buyer, respective. Ah, what is that? Uh, is it respective or prospective? Res prospector. Shit. I don't know. That's that's a good Something question. Like we're that. All, we're close. So what happened? So they're, oh. they're, you're showing it to them or what? So this fucking coos comes by who's going to NYU with her fucking uh chooch dad who's a golf course guy or whatever you know he's got like a white hat on and a sweater vest and a, and a pink polo and they walk in and they're you know they're all con connecticut and schooner and boat shoes and they walk in they go oh no thank you and i was like fuck you i lived here for seven years with a uh, lady with huge tits we made it work your 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 cum guzzling daughter can't sit here so they're not so, into it it was a hard, hard erect no. Oh, boy. Well, you got the location going, but I do imagine it might be tricky to sell a place in Manhattan right now. Ah, I mean, 
But Manhattan, we're decreasing. We're on the... Everywhere else is worse now, it feels like. like you're going to get people from Arizona going, hey, maybe I'll move to the village. That's true. That's true. That's all I got going for me. And... Uh, yeah, praying to God somebody rents it. Because if, if not, I'm paying two rents, and this new place is pretty hefty. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, just by the description, it sounds insane. But, yeah, two rents would be tough. Maybe yeah. there's a comic or somebody that could snake take it. Well, here's the clinker. Is a couple comics reached out and said, hey, I'm a Tuesday. I heard you're renting your place. I want to get in there. I love the village. What is it going for? And I told them the price, and they said, I just heard... Right. fucking dial tone hit me and i was like ah oh, shit i'm fucked yeah this could be uh tricky but i i think you'll figure it out it's a nice place praying to allah here yeah um, we'll see but this this is exciting i mean big big moves big moves big big changes i changed management i changed agents i changed uh sexual orientations and apartments so it's it's quite a quite a pandemic here Boy, that is exciting. Yeah, I got. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about getting a car. I mean, we can have a new house and a car. This is I mean, insane. Together, we're like one real man. Yeah, close. We're getting there. Getting there, boy. Maybe. So I don't want. I'm hogging. I don't want to. I got. I got more, but I. Uh, I want to let you run the gamut. Well, it sounds like you got a ton of stuff. I mean, I don't have too much. I went to Maine uh, with the oh, family, yeah. and that was really something. But I, uh, you know, got the the, the uncle. You take a big. Risk. So I had to talk to my parents and be like, "Listen, this is up to you. Like, we're here. We're very safe. We wear our mask indoors when social distancing is not possible, and yada yada. Right. And so far, we've been fine. But you know, my mother's eighty-three. My dad's forty-one. They're sick. They booze. <laughs> you know, who knows? So I had to go. I'm willing to go there and hang out and share a house. But you got to tell me what you want." And right. they kind of, they don't give a fuck. They're like, yes. I mean, they wear the mask and everything, but my parents have both been working the whole time. They both work in hospitals. Wow. They're not in uh, care. They're not, you know, smart, but they're, they, they're, <laughs> they work at a hospital. And so they've been working. They're like, well, yeah, we, we do it, whatever. So we went up there and you're a little nervous. You don't want your mother to die because of you, but she's signed off on it. So I'm like, wow. I'm no longer responsible. Wow. That's the way I look moly. at it. So, so, we, oh, go ahead. Oh, so have they been tested? Because if they work in the medical field, I feel like it could be easy to get a little uh, pregnancy test. Yeah, they've been tested a couple different times because they have ah. to. They're like required and they have the thermometer thing when they go to work that's like shoots them in the head and sure. whatever. So we drive to, to Maine and normally we fly to Portland. Normally we do a gig first. Two years ago we did Montreal and drove from Montreal to Maine, which is a beautiful ride. Then last year, we did Providence first and drove. My agent's so good at syncing up these gigs. I love that, the routing. And this year, we were supposed to do Portland, Maine on the way up there, that, that room that I love that I hope survives. Yeah, Empire? No. Empire, yeah. Oh, right. I think it's Empire. So we couldn't do it because of everything. And like I said, on the Queef, Maine has like the least cases. They got like 12 mm. people up there, and there was people holding signs and shit on the bridge, the uh, Piscataqua Bridge, and they're all saying, go back to Dushachusetts, <laughs> fuck you. They're like, get the fuck out of here. But it's it's the whole catch and release of whatever with COVID is Maine is all tourism. I mean, the whole state is New England and New York tourism. Right. So if we don't come, they're fucked. But if we do come, we might be bringing COVID. Oh, yeah, so, it's, it's tough. There was a whole thing, and uh, 
we ended up renting a car. I'm like, we'll just drive all the way. And we were going to go camping in New Hampshire the day before. We're like, we'll get a tent. That's nice. You know, it's distancing, yada, yada. And uh, it was a huge storm. So we couldn't camp. Drove all the way up to, uh, I don't want to say where exactly, Ocean Point, And uh, met up with the fam. And it's that thing where... You don't hug. You kind of keep your distance. You, and, the, and our minds were like, we'll hang out outside the whole time because outside is magical or whatever. But it's raining and cold the whole time. So you end up in the house. And, you know, those hours pass. You start yep. to just be like, and another thing, you son yeah. of a bitch. And then it was fine. So far, you know, everyone's healthy, whatever. But I got that one uncle. You always have the uncle. He's like, if fucking, there wouldn't even be a problem if these fucking people would just play by the rules and do what they're supposed to do. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, there's 17 of us in the living room right now. <laughs> and we got license plates from nine different states. I'm like, we're, we're not doing it. Right. I'm like, I agree with people who are just going around with no masks and saying, fuck it. But I'm just laughing. I'm like, well, right now we are, there's 15 of us in a house, indoors, yeah. no masks, hanging out. So we're not much better granted we weren't going to parties and bars and mixing it up if we get sick it's my family gets sick but right um but yeah but that, it was a, that's that's how people are that's human nature you know you get everybody else sucks we're good fuck them you're gross i'm cool you know we all do it and and it's everywhere i go is i wear a mask i keep the mask on and then you're in a green room with with four guys and they just come back off and it's just you don't even realize it and you're all hanging out and then we got back in the guy's car last night and we put the mask on for the car. I'm like, we've been hanging out for six hours. Why are we? It's just like a, a routine thing. You know, it's it's the same with the guy who walks around the grocery store with a mask on. He yells at the other guy who's not wearing a mask. Then he goes up to the cashier who's not wearing a mask and does his shit. You're like, it's just, it's semantics. It's all it's all cuckoo. We're trying to relearn or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was fun. And then we wore a mask when we go to shops or wherever the hell. And then we tried to spend as much time outside as we could. But... It was just a great time. I don't have a lot of great stories. It was just nice. We hung out with the family, got to see my parents, you know, whatever. Had a big, one day it was nice. We had a great wiffle ball game and there's, there's nothing better. I organized this wiffle ball game with my family. I'm like, come on. And I love the feeling of people are skeptical. They're like, I don't know, wiffle ball, I haven't played. And I'm like, shut up and just start walking. You get the people walking to the field. Yes. Once they're up there, and I felt like a kid because we had three Frisbees. We just happened to have three Frisbees. I threw them out there like bases. And then we had a folding chair that we put as home. I'm like, that's the strike zone. Of course, we had to do away with the strike zone because half the people just, it was like nine, ten strikes. You're like, no strikeouts, just as many as you want. Gentlemen's right. game. And we had some real young kids, and we had like my father, my uncle, good group. It was like a five-on-five wiffle ball game. Sun was shining. And I love those moments where everybody completely gets into the game. Everybody for that hour and a half is full-on into the wiffle ball game. No one's worried about covid or their you know their father fucking being sick or their mother blowing their uncle and their wife cheating on them everybody's just playing wiffle ball great time we had so many laughs and we're running and sliding and you suck and you stink and you home run and blah 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 and that was the highlight big epic wiffle ball game and i have an addictive personality as you know i want to play for hours like one person's <laughs> like let's take a break and i'm like no no come on this is like yeah. i feel i would have played for seven hours like fucking benny under the lights fourth of july right right, right. yes wow um, i remember but, squints mrs peppercorn 
Uh, but, but yeah, that's amazing. That sounds nice, and that's the beauty of sports. It's the beauty of getting out, and that's what we we've gotten away from. All we're doing is just online, Netflix, Netflix, uh, phone, phone, phone. The sport is the exact opposite of that. You're with your family, the sun is shining, and you're throwing a ball, and you're yelling, "Slide, slide!" You know, catch it, catch it. You just you're you're uh, escaped. It's great. Yeah, it was manscaped. It was really fun and. Uh it was just nice, you know, with a lot of, lot of walking around, hanging out, and, like, it was a little drizzly at times, but we did a couple hikes, and hike, and the drizzle is great, and, you know, it was all basically outdoor activities, which was fun when you're like, we got to stay outside, you know? Campfire every night. I had, like, one night we had a seven-hour campfire. I was the campfire guy, and uh, I love to be that guy, and yeah. there, there was some animal swimming in the lake behind us. We're like, is it a beaver? Is it a muskrat? It was, like, all this running debate, which was really fun, <laughs> and... Uh, just a, just a great time, and then, you know, we go in town, we do a little shopping, but you, you wear the mask indoors, you don't wear it outdoors, and uh, it's not not that hard, really. No, no, and it's, it's actually quite soft. So far, it's uh, been working for us and the people I know. You you wear a mask when you can't social distance, and then outside is a little bit better, and uh, so far, so good. Here, here, well said, and I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, just throw the thing on and get over yourself. Um all right, I got a, I got a big nugget here that I want to throw out, and then I'm then I'll let you go. All right, hit me, bring us home, and uh, I'm happy to be here. I got nothing to do. All right, so I felt bad because uh, I'm trying to pay the bills here now that I got seven apartments. I'm I'm uh, you know Donald Trump guy. I'm real estate man here, but uh, the lady had a birthday, and so I said, "Shit, I'm gonna be on the road for the weekend," which is like her big birthday bash, and so I said, "I gotta do something to really." make up for missing the B-Day and all that shit. And uh, so I came up with a fun nugget of an idea. All right. I wanted to take her out to a nice restaurant. It's all outdoors. You got the 18-wheeler going by. The hobo's jerking off on the sidewalk when you're trying to eat. So I said, let me try this. So I found a table, and I put it in a beautiful area with all these plants and roses and trees and bushes and I got two chairs, and I bought all her favorite foods. I'm talking all, I got the sushi, I got this baguette thing she likes, I got, she loves seltzer water and this kind of wine. I got all the works. Then I got her a big gift and a bunch of other things, some dessert and whatever, all the things she likes the best. Then I hired a comic to be our waiter. What? Jesus so said, Christ. Hey, hey, buddy, I'll give you a couple bucks. You throw on a bow tie, a mustache, and slick your hair back, and you'll be like a douchey French waiter at our little table in the middle of the Rose Garden. And he said, I'm in. And he's like, I haven't had any work. This is a paid gig. I'm in. He comes out from Brooklyn, Tyler Fisher. Oh, I love Tyler. So funny. Check out Tyler Fisher on uh, YouTube. I mean, this guy should be on SNL. He's a talent. He can do any impression, any uh, any voice. He's great. Yeah, one of the most talented people I've ever met in my whole life. Completely, completely. So he gets, he's one of these guys, I'm not just, he's not a hired gun. He's on board. He's like, he made a poster of the of the restaurant name and hung that up. He showed up with his guitar. I told him all these inside jokes. So now he's delivering the food and saying the inside jokes. She's going wild. Oh, she's wow. sliding off her chair. It was fucking beautiful. And he's doing it all in a French accent. And he's showing, she loves uh, this seltzer water that's like a New York seltzer comes in a shitty plastic bottle and he's doing the thing where he's he's got it over his forearm he lets her taste it you know swirl it around I mean it was he fucking killed it this guy 
killed it. He memorized the script. He made the sign. He had the outfit. He comes up and plays a guitar next to her, a little romantic ballad. He played her favorite song. I mean, this guy, I wanted to, I, sh- I should have given him 10 grand for this. He just knocked it out of the fuck Hamilton. Tyler. Oh, Hamilton stinks. Yeah. Might get canceled, by the way. So... Uh, it was just a f- beautiful night. The sun is setting. We got all this food. We got some wine. We got it. Tyler playing the, the hits. And uh, he just goes, you guys have a great birthday, uh, happy whatever. And he leaves. And uh, me and the lady go back to the house. We open her gift. And we just plowed the night away in our new apartment. Wow. I mean, I imagine at that point you could go full bore. I mean, spit oh, on my yeah. cock, stick a shoe in my ass, all the things I want, you know. Totally, totally. Yeah, pretend to be my mother, you know, spank me, put on a mustache and say you love me and say yeah. I'm, I'm Steve, you know, the whole thing. I mean, did you did you go for anything weird sexually? Did you make her put a shoe on or anything like that? Well, I don't want to get too graphite, but she's a big big fan of getting nasty. She likes, you know, she's a, a bean town whore and likes to really slop it up. And so she's always like, I want to do butt stuff, but her buttholes, it's like needling a, a thread it's or a thread in a needle. It's so small. I, I get a, a speck of dust in there. Like her asshole could never get COVID. You could pump COVID in there with a, with a, a fucking pressure washer. It wouldn't go in. Wow. So... I got a, th- a thumb in there at some point, and uh, that was pretty hot, even though she, she hit the roof. She was like, Bark! you know, but uh, yeah, it was a great night, and and it was su- super cool because we had the beautiful dinner, and then we had the, uh, the the new apartment bang, the first christening. So it, wow. was, it was very romantical and uh, win-win for everybody, and then I had to get on a plane the next day, but... You know, you know when you're a kid and you get a new toy and you're at school and you can't wait to get home and play with it? Of course. That's how I feel about the apartment. I just love it so much. It's so pretty. It's so big. It's so cool. And I'm, I'm, it's a bummer. I want to go home and touch it. Yeah, it's exciting. It's like having a, a, a kid. You're just like, oh, I just want to, you know, kiss its genitals softly yeah. and stuff like <laughs> yes, that. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, exactly. how exciting. I can't wait to see this place. Uh, hopefully, I can get out there soon. I might be in the village um, uh, next Wednesday or tomorrow Ooh. if you're listening live. It's a date. Please come by. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm coming to the village. I got to pick something else up and do a whole thing. So I'm excited to see this fucking place. Well, I got to tell you, too, the village is booming right now. Like, first of all, it's open container laws out the window. So every Tom, Dick, and Anal is out there with a, with a cocktail. And it's such a pretty street. And it's summertime, so everybody's in their flip-flops and shorts. And they got the shirt open and a fedora on. And uh, they're just drinking it up. And there's guys playing music in the street. And it's just primo, primo uh, West Village time. So you got to come by, see the place. We'll walk around. We'll get a bite. And it, you go to the water. You can't beat it. All right. Sounds good. It's a date. I'm coming in, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Shit, I had something else to say about the village, and I fucking lost it. But uh, shit. Yeah, good times. And I, I got to tell you, you have a great apartment. And I've always lived in that goddamn, uh, you know, shoebox. So... Having an apartment you like, it's a game changer. Yeah, no, it's like magical. I love it. It's nice. Magical. A nice spacious place. I mean, the multiple rooms is key. Like my wife is here. I'm in here doing a podcast and she's out there, uh, you know, eating Cheez-Its or something. I don't know what she's doing, but it's nice. I mean, you had that one room thing. It was you can't hide from anybody, even when you're shitting. Yeah, yeah. I had the, the ventilated door that was like a collapsible 
and you couldn't shit. This you could take a you could take a a, a miscarriage in this bathroom. It, the door locks. It's a wooden door. It's beautiful. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see it, and uh, it might be end up being the new Lunch Stuff Studio at some point. Who knows when? Yeah, even if we have to go on the roof. I mean, the roof is magical, so it's all good stuff. Uh, the roof makes me nervous with this podcast. Why? I want to do it in a fucking bomb shelter. Anyone overhearing <laughs> that, my God, they'll be, they'll be shooting us with fucking, uh, what do you call it, snipers. That's true, and there's a lot of uh, geezers in this place, if I might say so. So uh, who knows if we say one geriatric joke, they might, although I don't know, these people probably killed killed some Jews and uh, Indians, so who knows. Yeah, the geezers don't give a fuck about any of this That's stuff. That's true. They've, they've been around. It's funny um, how it's all flipped. Everything flips, and it's all cyclical, and my balls smell weird. Um, True. And uh, hey, folks, get on the uh, get on the Patreon. We mentioned it. I mean, Mark has two fucking houses, so uh, if you want to get in on there, there's a lot lot to see, lot to do. I mean, there's a big giant dump on there for you to see, and a yep. uh, ton of bonus shits. Again, all the live episodes. We're gonna start having some guests on the uh, the bonuses yeah. coming up soon. So get on that, and uh, I think I'm very close to a release date on my special, which I can't oh. even remember the special. It feels so long ago. I feel so removed from it. It's so weird. Yeah, totally. It's been been years since you shot that thing, it feels like, and obviously the world went to hell before or after you shot it, so it feels like another lifetime. Yeah, we're close to a date. I, ca- I can't announce it just yet, but I think it might be early August, Ooh. I think, I hope. That's pretty soon. That's right around the anal, uh, right around the river bend. So we'll start promoting that puppy. And I mean, you want it to get in the pandemic a little. I hate to say it, but just so people are home. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We might. Who knows what's going to happen? But get excited about that. And I made this little dumb short film on that I put on my YouTube channel. Go check out my YouTube. I made a little video called Warts and... Uh, a lot of really mean comments, but whatever. You know, those people probably have their own problems. Go yeah. subscribe to my YouTube. Check that out. And, uh, yeah, do that. And I'm doing this podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket. You can check that out. And uh, eventually I'll do live show. Oh, I am doing a live show in Pennsylvania. It's an outdoor show. Ooh. I don't know where it is, but uh, I forget when it is, too. I'll figure that out. July 31st. It's somewhere All in right. PA. People Google. are raving about Metal Jacket. Uh, my Salacuse, old fat Sal, he listens to it. He loves it. Oh, that's nice. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've gotten some really touching reviews. It's really nice. So go check it out. Subscribe, whatever. And um, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, get on the Patreon too. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do some solo, like a ten minute individual queef uh, every now and then. Did you hear that? No. Oh, something really queefed in my ear there. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Patreon. Let's let's build that thing up and really pump it out. And uh, I'm gonna call. I'm I'm texting Jerry today. I've I've already got a plan, and I'm just gonna say, can you can you talk? Oh. And then if he writes back, I'm just pushing dial. I'm just gonna push it and and run away. I love it. That's the way to do it. Get in there. Reach yeah. out. All right, I'm doing it. So next time we talk, uh, I'll let you know if he's got a restraining order on me sounds good to me all right fatty well hey give them hell and stay safe and uh, i'm glad your family's still gay and praise Allah. yeah live it up see you later georgia saint cut it au revoir